Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. Oh my goodness, y'all, we did it. We have 10,000 downloads, over 10,000 now, and I am just so excited and so grateful to you for for tuning in every week, and, and just I feel like this community and the conversations are growing so much, and I just love, 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 love receiving your messages and as things come up and just continuing the conversation. Really, that's what this is about is creating community and having beautiful conversations. So thank you for being on this ride with me. Um, I am super excited to bring you today's conversation. So I am fascinated with past lives. I did not even know if I believed in past lives, but once I healed a big time, huge past life trauma within my own self, which I share that whole experience in episode one and two. Um, I've just been like, oh my gosh. Oh, and another thing is I read the book Journey of the Souls and that book literally like busted my mind wide open to past lives and how our soul um, can choose to come back for certain experiences and all that stuff. So, so today we have Dana Whitby and she is our precious monthly, um, energy report darling. And she has the the deck of cards. Well, you know, Dana, anyway, she also does past life regression. So I am super excited to have this conversation with her because I just felt really called to talk about past lives this week. And I really think it's because we are going through such deep healings and we are shifting like dimensions and we are becoming like multidimensional and there's just so much happening. And in our healing and in our spiritual expansion, it is imperative that we heal traumas, like past traumas and, and these karmic traumas and experiences that we came into this lifetime with. So I, yeah, I just feel like we're all maybe working through some deeper layers of our healing. And I think this is a super important conversation. So I hope you enjoy it and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hello. So we have a super fun, juicy topic in conversation today. I have got Dana and it's like, like surprise, like worlds collide. She's also a past life regression expert. And so for those of you that may be just tuning in to this episode and Dana, she does our monthly um, energy forecast with her gorgeous deck of cards that she just created and is out in the world. And like I said in the intro, like it just was on my heart to have this conversation around 
past lives. And I thought, who better than Dana, who is a past life regression expert? So hello, Dana. Hi, Vaughn. Thanks for having me on for something other than an energy forecast. This is <laughs> so fun to be here. I feel a little naked and weird without my cards, but I'm excited to talk about a different topic today. <laughs> yes. So, okay. So first talk to us about past life regression and how you got into it. Okay. Yeah. This is such an interesting topic. So past life regression, and actually I tend to not use the word past life because time is not linear. We can kind of get into that um, because they're all kind of happening at once. So it's like other lives, or I just call it regression, but doing a regression goes back into the subconscious mind and it accesses a part of our brain that holds on to memories, which include this life, former incarnations, future incarnations, time as a soul, all of those amazing things. So that's what regression really is. Um, and it's funny how I got into this. So I was trained in 2017 by Peter Woodbury. He is amazing. I cannot recommend Peter enough. I can put a link to his website here. I love Peter. He's a mentor of mine. He's incredible. He worked with the Edgar Casey Institute for quite a long time in Virginia Beach, which is where he's located. But um, a friend of mine who's a, a medium, a very well-known medium here in the Charlotte area, who I had gone to for quite a few sessions, approached me and she said, hey, I want to get trained in regression and I'm going to be privately trained by Peter Woodbury. But he told me that I really need to find someone else to do it with her to like make it worth it, you know? And I was like, I don't know, like, I don't know, I don't know, like, they're kind of cool to do. I had done one myself as like a client. I was like, I don't know, like, I'm not sure if that's really my thing. And she just like kept on, kept on and kept on. And so I was like, you know what, I'll just follow this nudge. I'll just go and do it. Like, sounds fun. <laughs> you know, um, I had a new baby at home. My daughter was like only nine months old or something. And I just was kind of like, I could use a couple days away to like, go do some spiritual stuff, like <laughs> whatever, you know? So I just went, um, and we actually, it's funny because he wasn't offering uh, like a traditional training at that time. It was just for the two of us. So we stayed at his house and my husband was like, you're going where to stay in a man's house? Like to do what? <laughs> Gotta love our supportive husbands. <laughs> oh I know. I mean, he was like, bye, but like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I know. but obviously Peter could never harm a fly. He's like the sweetest, most amazing person in the world. Um, but yeah, we literally spent like three days just doing regression after regression after regression. I mean, I was regressed. I regressed my friend. And then Peter allowed the two of us to regress him in tandem. And he had not been regressed by students in like 15 or 20 years, he said. And so it was special and he channeled and gave us messages. It was such a cool, like little three-day experience. It was just so amazing. So that's how I came to regression work. Isn't that funny? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is an amazing story. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool. So for quite some time, I did do one-on-one -on -one regression work. I currently am only offering group regressions. Um, and we can talk about that later too, but group regressions work just as well as a one-on-one -on -one regression. Yeah. So basically tell us about like, so you're guiding them through like a, a meditation that will get them into that altered state of consciousness that once they are in that 
realm, they'll be able to access that past or future or whatever. So do you come in with an intention for like, for whether it's a past life or a future, a future, like, like, how do you, or is it just like surrendering into whatever you need to be guided through? I think that's actually a really interesting question because I think we have evolved as a consciousness. I think when I first started doing regression work, I really think you could come in with an intention to go to a specific life. And I think we're being pushed beyond that now. I noticed an evolution through my one-on-one sessions that I had with people where it was like more and more often we were not having what you would think of as a traditional past life regression where you visit a past life, you see an experience, and then you come out of it. It was like some people would go to some weird liminal space and see different versions of themselves from different past lives, like all lined up. Other people met with spirit guides or angels who told them about past lives that they'd had. Other times they were like, living on another planet. Like we just started having more and more unusual different experiences. And so through that, I have learned to let my clients know that it's really important not to have expectations. You could come in with an intention and say, I want to know why I have this persistent back pain that won't go away. Or I want to know why I can't release a certain limiting belief. You can come in with that intention, but you have to release the expectation that it's rooted in a past life or that you'll, you know, go to this certain time period. You have to let all of that go and just be open to receiving what comes. And, you know, a lot of people are also scared that they're going to be like asleep or they won't remember, or that it's some weird hypnotizing thing that like, I'm like speaking voodoo into you. And I do have a script and a certain cadence that I read and I put my voice in a certain tone because I think it helps us get there quicker, but you don't want to be so relaxed that you're not conscious or that you're unaware of what's going on. There's like this beautiful middle ground between our awake consciousness, what you and I are right now and being asleep. And it's somewhere like mystical and dreamy in the middle. And you know, when you get there, you know, yes, yes, I do know. Uh Um, so, okay. So let's just talk about past lives in general. So when I first read, I say that in quotations because I don't read, I, I listen, I listened to audible, um, uh, journey of the souls and that book freaking blew my mind wide open. It was the first time that I, it was like, you know, like when you hear something that feels true in your soul and you're like, that is true. I'm taking that as true. Um, you know, cause everybody's got like, eh, I can choose to believe that or not. But when I read, listened to that book, I was like, this is true to me. Like, this is the way a soul works. And it was like proof after proof after proof. So, so if you have not read, listened to whatever that book, I mean, it is, it really changed the trajectory of my belief system and what I understood on a soul level. So basically we, well, you're so good at explaining you, you, you explained like you're, cause you were like nodding, like, yeah. So how did that book, like, how did that book impact you? Oh my God. (laughs) That was the book that cracked me wide open spiritually. So I read it when I was pregnant with my first child. So 11 years ago, I remember being on the beach and reading it and just crying, being like fully pregnant and crying because I was pregnant. I was about to be a mom for the first time. And I was trying to heal 
my inner child stuff with my own father and understanding how a parent could treat their child so poorly the way I had been treated. And I was trying to break some of those chains and patterns before I even had my baby. And that book helped me to understand why my dad is the way he is. The fact that I actually asked him to treat me that way in this lifetime Mm -hmm. so that I could become a healer. If it wasn't for my dad being an alcoholic and a drug addict and treating me so badly, I would not be doing what I'm doing. 100%. I have my dad to thank for that. And Journey of Souls helped me get there to understand the roles that we play as a soul in each other's lives. That book talks about essentially like the life cycle of a soul through an incarnation, like why we come to earth, who the people are in our lives, the way that we have set this up for ourselves to learn particular lessons. And when we've met those lessons or when we've reached the capacity that we can in this incarnation, we go back to heaven and we get to start over again. And the thing I realized from that book is that God, you know, the Bible like scripture, different religions talk about God being unconditional love. There is nothing more unconditional than saying you can have as many lives as you need to do this. You can mess up as many times as you have to. It's fine. I love you. You have to make these mistakes. And so to me, there's nothing more unconditional than giving a soul as many chances as we need to try again. And that was what helped me to really believe in reincarnation. It was like, yeah, God loves me enough to let me fuck up Yeah, <laughs> and to yeah. try again, right? Yeah, yeah. And to come back with a whole new set of experiences, you know, because that your soul wants to keep evolving. And the only way to evolve is to go through different lessons and experiences and and put yourself in those situations where you get to learn from them. Um, I was talking to my friend this morning at the gym on my way out. And I was like, Oh, I'm talking to Dana today about past life. She's got any questions. And she was like, yeah, actually I do. She was like, so when I was little, she said, I was, she was like, I was like two years old and I kept talking to my mom. I kept telling my mom, I liked my other mom better in California. And she was like, and there was this fire and granted she's two, right? So she's not schooled on California and all that stuff. She was like, where did that come from? And I was like, Oh God, see, this is just where it gets so fun. These conversations, because, you know, when we are young, we, we do have those memories that are a little more fresh, but then it's like, you know, she was like, but why do we forget? Well, we forget. Right. So we can have those whole new set of experiences without the, the pressure or without, it's like, we have to come in with a fresh new mindset of, of, uh, curiosity and excitement and literally learning the lesson, the opportunity to learn the lesson. So I just was like, what's your experience? And like, what are your thoughts on And And I know there's, I was like, you could go down a rabbit hole of all the TikToks and the YouTubes of people that have shared stories of their childhood, you know, like their childhood memories. And then the proof, the actual literal proof that it comes up is so fascinating. Oh my God. I know my oldest, my son, who's almost 11. Um, I'm convinced he was on the Titanic because as a three-year-old, he was 
obsessed with the Titanic. He knew everything about it. He knew that one of those smokestacks was fake. Like he couldn't read. He was three years old. Oh my God. So we took him to the Titanic museum on a trip that we did to Las Vegas. And when we walked into the room with plaques on the wall of all the people who had died in their stories, he was sobbing. He was uncontrollable. I had to get him out. I had to move him to the next room. Again, he couldn't read. He was three. So Dana, oh my God, I have full body chills. It's wild. It's wild, right? That is crazy. Yeah. He also had two imaginary friends named Jamie and Boy Boy that I think were from that lifetime. Um, Because he would talk about how they were dressed in clothes that when he described them, they sounded like the 18, early 1900s, like that sort of thing. So imaginary children are another thing that like small children will have. Imaginary friends are things that small children will have. And those are often people from past lives that were very important to them. And, you know, it's also, like you said, it's that children are so close to the spirit world. They just came from there. So their memories that yes, are fresher, but also the societal conditioning hasn't come in yet to tell you that you're crazy or that you're wrong or that you're making this up. And so they just say it, you know? So it's so, wow. That is, I mean, it's like, I, I already know that it's true, but hearing a story that is like so close to home is like, wow. It's so cool. And so let's just imagine this is true, right? Like, let's just pretend that all of this is true and that our soul is here to have this whole new set of experiences. Mm -hmm. And, and we have these soul contracts with people that we're, that are pre-orchestrated in the ethers before we come into this lifetime. It's like, it takes so much pressure off of us trying to figure everything out when it's like, Hey, I'm just a soul that's in this lifetime trying to figure shit out. You know, I'm doing the best I can. It like, it, it, it really just, it's like a hall pass, man. It's like, take the pressure off. Like we're just all doing the best that we can. Oh my gosh. I so agree. And it is, it's that permission slip of unconditional love of saying, it's okay if you mess up. It's okay if you don't get it right in this, this whole entire lifetime, it's fine. Like if we think about a lifetime of a human in terms of all of time and and eternity, this is literally nothing. This is literally a little blink, you know, such a blip. Yeah. Such a blip. And, and yet the things that we go through are valid and are important and are huge. So I'm not minimizing that, but it, but it just does kind of give you the perspective that like, if I just can't do it, it's okay. Or I'm going to try my best. My best will yeah. be good. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, gosh, just that it's like, let's everybody just take a deep breath and relax your shoulders on that one. <laughs> Amen. You know, I mean, cause we really put a lot of freaking pressure on ourselves to have it all figured out, but mm. we we don't have, I mean, we're not expected to have it figured out. Like that's why we're here is to learn how to figure it out along the way, along the way. And okay. So I want to talk about, you know, a minute ago, you talked about the, you know, oh, my shoulder hurts, you know, like talking about that. So with the work that I do, like the actual and the physical pain that people come to me with and the way that the body stores all of this stuff, you know, from that I'm very convinced is from past 
life experiences because it's like in our cellular memory, it's in our DNA, it is transferred from lifetime to lifetime. And one thing I've noticed um, just in the past year or so is when we're working in the glutes, you know, like in the booty area, that that is, a, that's where we hold a lot of past life stuff. I mean, it's like our memories are stored back there in, in our booties and it's, it's, you know, that muscle is attached to our low back, which, eh, which is also like, now I'm getting technical, which is also, there's a muscle called your psoas muscle that is the muscle of your soul. And that radiates down through your glutes to the front of your hips, which is where, you know, hips are all about emotion and, you know, moving forward. And then also if you're holding onto the past, you know, like holding you back. Mm -hmm. And so all of this stuff is, and you know, like when you have low back pain and when you have like sciatica and all that stuff, it's like, all of that is like intertwined in that muscle memory, in the tissue, in the cells, everything that is just like telling your body, like, Hey, this is stored here. Let's work through it. You know, and like, there's so many cool stories about, um, and that's actually the journey of the souls, the book, he is a therapist that helps people go back to where their pain points came from. And so that's how he even got started because he was trying to hypnotize people through alleviating pain and then discovered that it was all attached to past life. And then one thing led to another and he's like, holy shit, what's happening here? Because it kept repeating over and over and over and over and over. And so he's like, I think this is a pattern and this is real. Um, and so now with the work that I do, like seeing it and feeling it the way that your your soul comes into this lifetime with all of this stuff, you know, like karmic stuff and, um, and karmic, you know, is not always bad stuff, you know, it's just stuff that is recycling through you. So until you, you know, get to the meat of it and can work through it and heal it and let it go. And once you let it go, then you get to create a whole new set of karma for yourself. Um, so let's talk about karma really quick. Like, cause I, I do love that, that word. And it's, it is to me when I think of karma, it is repetitive. Like it keeps going and going until you kind of figure it out. Right. Is that how you think of it as lifetimes and stuff like that? I think so. But do you mind if I share with you a little story about like the body and, and past lives and how that can, yes, can happen? Please, please. So I saw a past life. I was, again, I was trying to understand my father and my relationship with my dad. And in a previous life, it was like the antebellum South, like 1800s, maybe 1700s in the South somewhere. And my father was an alcoholic, a drunk in that lifetime, but he was not my father. He was my husband in that lifetime. And he was physically abusive. And I saw the moment that I died because he strangled me in a field as I looked up at the stars. Oh my gosh. So that was how I died was through the, th the throat strangling. <clears throat> yeah. okay? Fast forward to this lifetime. If you look at my astrology chart, my North node, which is our path in life is in Gemini, which is all about learning to speak my truth from the throat chakra. I am a Taurus son. Taurus rules the throat chakra. And, um, so as a child, I also had chronic strep throat in the midst of, did you all yeah. the pain with my dad, like all of the horrible childhood experiences, chronic strep throat 
And so that's an example of how a past life can bleed through into physical issues in this one. And as an adult, I mean, when I get sick, I still sometimes get the occasional sore throat, but I have not had strep throat since I started speaking up, since I started my podcast, since I started doing my work and and using my voice. And there's always room for me to expand in that. Obviously we all have to, I like, I have to keep going. I'm not done, but your astrology chart can also show you kind of where you're being held back a little bit. So this is maybe a little bit technical, but if you need help, let one of us know. But if you look at your South node, your South node is about your past lives and what you have conquered and the lessons that you have mastered in past lives, but also things that you need to let go of that are not like you need to take the things you mastered from it and you need to let go of the low sides. So mine is in Sagittarius. And so the elements of Sagittarius are like a spiritual leader, someone who kind of has learned lots of different things from different um, places in the world. So that tells me that I was a spiritual leader in other past lives, but I have to also let go sometimes of the lower sides of Sagittarius, which are that I know it all, or that I know more than you, those sorts of things. So that's my personal path. So your South node holds a key to your past lives. If you're interested in having some concrete stuff that you can go to, to look at, and then you might find those connections to the body as well. You know, wow. That, wow. What a story. And so were you able to access that past life through, like, did you experience that with your training? With that one, I actually did on my own. And I do believe you can do regressions (laughs) on your own. Um, it was kind of in a meditative sort of a state because meditation yeah. is sort of similar to the regression states that we're in. Yeah. And I, I just asked to be shown like, what, like, why is this so hard with him? You know, what, what is this? Wow. And I, I saw that lifetime. That is fascinating. Isn't it? Oh my God. Like that is so deep. I mean, Very like, deep. hello, hello, like, hello, it's all connected. Okay. And Dana, I'm just remembering, don't you have like past life hanging out with Jesus and stuff? Can we please talk about that? And then I want to talk about like the last conversation that you and I had about that and how I, yeah. Okay. Because remember that, how I had that feeling. And then you were like, holy shit, Vaughn. Okay. So tell us about your, your just chilling (laughs) with Jesus. No biggie. Yeah. Well, here's what I want to say before I even get into that. A lot of people are like, oh, wow, you know, you were Cleopatra or you were a, you know, a king in whatever, or you followed Jesus. Like, and what I want everyone to understand is it doesn't matter if that actually was my soul or not, because what we do is we tap into a collective consciousness when we look into the past for understanding. It doesn't matter if that was me living that past life as Jesus or not, but I needed to see it for my soul growth and for my own healing of At the time that I saw that past life where I lived with Jesus, I needed to understand how I could be spiritual and still have a relationship with Jesus because I could not rectify the two things. I was having a hard time with my religion and my spirituality. And so that lifetime unlocked it for me and gave me permission to do both. So I don't know if I really was this guy in this past life. Thank you for acknowledging that. Thank you for saying that. I think that that is a huge, because right. Like with religion, I mean, that was my biggest thing. Like when I started in this work, 
that was my biggest like block from yeah. healing it because I, I thought I was like, you know, disrespecting God, you know, it was like, no, this isn't the way it works because that's what we've been taught that it's outside of you and and all the, you know, you go to heaven and that's it, you know? And so it, so I thank you for saying that because Jesus is real, you know, like Jesus is real and, and for you to be able to experience that and to feel that connection to Jesus, it really, I mean, that just like really was able to bring it home for yourself. But at the same time, like it was real because Courtney even tapped into that past lifetime for you, you know, Courtney Beck. Yeah. She's the, the badass healer. I had her like on many episodes back and yeah. I'm like fascinated with that woman, but, um, so you had a session with her. All right. So first tell us like what your, your first like experience. Okay. Yeah. So this was my very first past life regression that I ever did with a regressionist. And she and I are now really good friends. We're like best friends, which is really fun. Um, but yeah, I started seeing visions of that past life for days beforehand in my dreams, I would have like a little snippet of like something, something else. And I was like, I need to put all these pieces together. And so went to the session and essentially I was a Jewish man. Um, and I was very high up in the Jewish religion. I don't know what it would have been called priest or whatever. I don't know. And my soul, like existentially felt like I couldn't continue on with the religion. And I didn't know who I was without it. I gave up a wife. I gave up children like to be in the religion. And all of a sudden it just didn't fit anymore. And so I decided to commit suicide. And so I decided I'm just going to walk out in the desert and that'll be that. And as I'm walking out in the desert, I see an angel who just looks at me and points behind me. I turned around and I saw Jesus preaching to a small group of people. And this is like the weird thing about when you go to a past life, it's like somehow you understand the customs of the time because it was, the group was laid out so that the men were in the back, then the women, and then the children sitting in the front. And somehow my soul knew that like, that's not how this is normally done. Like normally the men would be in the front and the women and children, like, good luck if you can hear, but Jesus had arranged it this way so that everyone could hear, everyone could see. It was against the norms of the time. And I was so struck by how odd that was that I went over. And as a man, I just kind of like fit in with the men in the back. And Jesus called me to the front and was like, no, 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 you need to come up here. And just had me sit next to him while he spoke. And he put his hands up and he gave Reiki, what I know to be Reiki now, to the crowd. Everyone felt the healing. And then as everyone was getting up and leaving, he just like gave me this hug. And I cried in the regression. Like I was sobbing in real life, like tears. The pillow was wet underneath my head. And then I witnessed part of the crucifixion and it was kind of traumatizing. So my therapist had me kind of move past that to the time after Jesus had had died And I was in like a a back alleyway and I was speaking and someone started stoning me. And so I died from rocks hitting the left side of my face. And that was, that was what I saw of that lifetime. So, um, yeah, it was really, really wild regression. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I was a disciple. I don't know if I was just follower. Like I have no idea and it doesn't matter, but I needed to feel that connection to Jesus is what I, yeah. Uh, yeah. And you got a big hug. I mean, that's 
amazing. <laughs> I'm like, no big deal. Like literally you just were hanging with Jesus and got a big hug from Jesus. Um, that is so beautiful. And then recently you had the session with Courtney. So what was that? Ex- what was that experience like? Yeah. So Courtney, the way she works, I'm sure you all know from listening to the previous episode, that she sends an email kind of listing what happened and what came through during the session. And she just said that like Jesus, Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene, the religious figures were there. They were present during my healing. They weren't super active in it. Like some of her other guides that she has who were, you know, working with my energetics, but they were present and they were there. And so she said that doesn't always happen. So people who are connected deeply to the religious figures, though, they will show up. So it was just a confirmation for me. Like if, not that I doubted my regression. Right, right, right. Yeah, no. Cause I remember you, you shared that reading with me mm-hmm. and I remember reading through it and I was like, wow, like yeah. this is so confirming. I mean, it really is confirming is. and beautiful. And then I remember I said, like, I started getting a tingling sensation in my head or something. I can't remember. It, it must've been like maybe something on whatever side you just said. Cause I said, well, what side was that? Was yeah. that sh- the stoning on? Because as we were talking about this, I was like, I have this weird thing in my head right now. And you were like, I, that's the side that I was stoned on. And I was, I was like, Whoa, <laughs> I was like, we are playing in the cosmos right now. Big time. <laughs> we were for sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's so amazing oh my gosh like I know it's just so fascinating I I mean because like for me I did not I did not believe in past lives and then I had you know I talk about this in my first couple episodes but I had that girl Gabriella that was she, she was like there's something about a past life and you're, you're carrying a lot of guilt into this lifetime. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll get right on that. Like, whatever, like how the hell do you heal a past life? I don't know. And, and so (laughs) fast forward, literally six months later, I'm in the mountains of Asheville, North Carolina, which is, I think is so, Mm. I am so freaking excited about my retreat. I mean, like, Oh, it's like, Like I feel a surge of energy right now, just talking about it. My retreat in November, that is exactly five years after my own personal healing in those same mountains. We're literally like three miles away from where I was. And to be able to be bringing this group of women, yourself included. Oh my God. I like, like the, the women that are showing up for this, it's just going to be so fucking heck if I just like, can't even contain myself. And there are still probably like four spots left. If anybody wants to come play with us, it's going to be amazing. Um, but, but showing up to those mountains and going through my breath work healing and connecting to that past life version of myself that, that carried so much guilt that made a decision that just was so, I mean, literally the heaviness of guilt that I brought into this lifetime was like literally pounds, 10 pounds. Like I left that retreat, like 10 pounds lighter and I was eating and doing, you know, I mean, it literally was like a density on my body and And I just, I was a completely changed woman. And it really, I mean, for me, that was, how can you not 
believe, you know, and, and like going to my, you know, I came back and I'm like telling my husband what happened. He's like, Oh, okay. Like, (laughs) so now all of a sudden we believe in past lives and, and, but that's the fun thing about like, about learning and growing and forgetting and then remembering. And then the epicness of it all is just like, Holy shit. My mind is blown. Like it, like this is the way I really want us to be excited about life is to allow our minds to completely be blown. Like you think you've done the healing. You think, you know, what's up. You've done the work. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. if you That's feel if you know unless you are in, in total enlightenment which means you probably wouldn't be here anyway there is more of you to discover there are deeper depths for you to go into your soul and explore like what does your soul want in this lifetime to experience like what do you need to heal from past lifetimes like come on like, like let's let's freaking go let's peel away the layers let's keep going 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 And that's why to the earlier question, you know, that people have where they don't understand why we forget that's why, because of this magic. And because if we knew all of that, it'd be old news. What we'd be wasting our time here. We would just, we do do, 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 through the lessons. That's not the point. The point is to put the pieces together, to figure it out, to make the free will choices, to do something different than how you've done it in your past lives earlier in this lifetime, whatever it is, that's the whole point. If we knew it would be like taking a test at school with literally all your notes next to you. It's like, it would, it's kind of pointless. It's kind of dumb. I never understood that. You know, it's like, if you really want to test me, then make me figure it out. Make me learn it. You know? Yes. Yes. That's it. Oh, so good. Mm -hmm. Wow. So we've covered a lot of territory. I mean, I love that you brought the astrology aspect of things in because that is like a whole, that's a whole other thing and human design as well. Like there are all these tools to support us to like our soul is like being like, hello, see, it's right here. Like go explore all the things that, that fascinate you and that are curious for you. And And don't be limited to one pathway for healing and exploration. You know, I think that it's so easy for us to like get on a path and and our our spirituality and our healing becomes like a to-do list. Mm -hmm. And we, we get disconnected from like the, like the rawness and the exploratory of, of just like the magic of it all. Yeah. Of like, just because, because of fear, you know, like, well, what if, what I go down there and, you know, like, what if I get into a situation and, and it's too traumatic, you know, like, come on, this is where self-trust really comes into play. Mm-hmm. You have been doing the work. Like you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to this conversation, you're open, you're doing the work, trust yourself, trust yourself that you are being guided to anything that you are called to any single little thing that you are feeling called to, if you say yes to that, if it like keeps coming up in your consciousness, like those little nudges, if it keeps coming back, that is your soul saying, please go down this pathway. I have something for you there. I want to show you something. I need to teach you something. So well said. I so agree with you. And I, I think like, like I said, I use the analogy of like, not having your notes with you, but that doesn't mean that we're down here struggling, trying to figure it out. Like we are given little cheat codes through astrology, through different healing methods, through going and having a session with a healer, 
through discovering some of these things. Like that's why we're here is we're essentially helping each other figure out the cheat codes so that yeah. we can do this freaking test and do it right. <laughs> but we're not going to follow it because that's not fair. Like we get snippets, we get yeah. little, little cheat codes that help propel us, right? Yes, exactly. Like with all of your, you know, like that your friend, you know, just keep, you know, that was her intuitions being like, Mm -hmm. I really think you need to be doing this day, you know, like she stayed and you finally were like, yes. And, and it's the same thing with me, like everything that I like booking that session with my friend, Gabriella, like if she had not planted that seed within me and then I'm fast forward in you know, the mountains of North Carolina, having the, like this crazy ass experience. Like she, sh- she shared with me enough that I could be like, oh shit. Like, that's what she's talking about. It's like the pieces of the puzzle. So we're constantly given pieces of the puzzle to put this big, beautiful puzzle together, a big, beautiful puzzle of our soul, of our life, of our journey, of all the people that are supposed to be in our life with us. And it's just, it's like, it all makes so much sense. It makes zero sense, but it makes so much sense. Like when we put it all together. When we just start playing with all the pieces, be like, Oh, I wonder if this goes here. You know, you're not going to get it right every single time. I totally agree with you. And that's why I kind of want to go back to the karma thing, because I didn't really answer your karma question. Cause I really want to tell the story about my throat because you had inspired that. But like the karma thing, I think a lot of people think karma is like a punishment. And it's like, if you get it wrong, then you have to repeat it, or you have to write your karma or like make your karma. But I really think it's just about like, learning different lessons. That's really what karma to me kind of comes down to. It's like, if you, we have free will, right? So if we do something that hurts someone else, then maybe in the next lifetime, we have to see how that felt just to learn the lesson. Like it's not a punishment. It's, it's literally learning the lesson and having compassion and understanding for other people and for ourselves and to forgive the choices that we made. That's why Jesus talks about forgiveness so much because it's a karmic thing. It's like, you're not forgiving for the other person, or you're not saying that that behavior is okay. You're forgiving for your own soul. And so that you can acknowledge what it was and be able to move on to the next lesson because holding on to that is what keeps us from going to the next lesson. Your your story with your dad is like the freaking perfect example of what we're talking about. You know, like how he was so abusive to you in that lifetime, but in this lifetime, he's abusing himself. Like it's like he, he is stuck in his own hell. Yep. He is, you know, and he's going to keep repeating his own personal hell until he wakes the hell up and changes. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. And that's his soul and his lessons, but they match up with what my soul needs to learn. And that's why we've been paired together for multiple lifetimes, because what he's going through is, is relevant to what I need to learn. And I just want you all to know, like forgiving my dad doesn't, I haven't spoken to him in 12 years. So it, it does, it's not about saying, okay, you treated me shitty. I'm going to forgive you and let's have a relationship. It's about me saying, I need a boundary because you are not safe to be with. You have to figure your own stuff out, but I'm going to forgive you from afar. And I've had meditations where I've like met with him and I have like lashed at him and like screamed and yelled at all the things that hurt me. And I just imagined him apologizing to me. It's I'm never going to get that. I'm never going to get that for real in this incarnation, but I can imagine it. And I can use that to help me heal. 
Yeah. You know? And, it's and good. very possibly that highest version of himself, you know, that is that energetic highest version of himself is probably because that's the highest version of himself is capable of uh, to say those things. So, you know, when you're in that opportunity to be able to, you know, go and energetically have that level of conversation, there's a, um, I did a, a podcast episode where we talked about that, where I like guided you through having a painful conversation because all that is, is energetically you're connecting to that highest version of yourself and that person. And then you can have a a beautiful conversation in the ethers, you know, because you're both the highest versions of yourself. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Exactly. Um, My opinion on karma. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. And I just love, thank you so much for sharing all of that, you know, your story with your dad and, and the strep throat part. I mean, that is just crazy, right? Like how our body, how your body manifested that. And I mean, like, you know, my stuff with my hip and, you know, just, I mean, it's just like mind blowing. It's so fun. It is like, I always say that I'm like, healing is fun. I mean, yes, it's like deep and like can be a little emotional at times. (laughs) <laughs> just a little bit, but it's so fun because on the other side of that is freedom. And that's all our soul wants is to be free. Yeah. Yeah. And it's empowering. Well, it's it's yes. funny because it's empowering. It's like, wow, I figured out the fucking answer, you know? Yes. Yes. Like, yes. Self-empowerment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you're no longer a victim to your situation and your circumstances and your health. Like you're taking control. Yeah. Yeah. And oftentimes the awareness is enough. Like, I think a lot of people think we have to put in a lot of work, but I think that's what regressions do is it can just simply show you the origin point or where this come from. And then the awareness is, is like kind of enough. I mean, yes, you can do more work and that sort of thing, but there's a healing and a freedom that happens with just simply understanding. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I know you talked about doing group healings, so is it possible? Do we have, could, could you like guide us through like a little teaser of what yeah. that might look like? Yeah. We can okay. do a little okay. um, mini regression. Yeah. Just to get a little taste of it. A little taste of it. Um, so what I want you to do is if you were like listening to this at work or while you're driving or whatever, just go ahead and pause here and come back to it at a time when you can lay down, be quiet. And if you want to play like some meditation music in the background, you can certainly do that if you want, if that helps you. Um, But just go ahead and either sit or lie down and close your eyes. And let's just go ahead and take a deep breath in through the nose. And exhaling through the mouth, making any noises you need to make. Taking up space, one more in through the nose. Exhaling through the mouth. Imagining to start that you are surrounded by a golden light of protection. And inside of this golden light of protection, we invite with us those way showers, those spirits who come to join us 
in our purpose and our mission for today, which is to bring in more light, more love, more understanding, and more compassion into our awareness so that we might live more fulfilling lives and share that light with others. We invite in any guides, angels, ascended masters, any beings of the highest vibration and the purest intention only are invited into this space. We welcome all of this assistance that is gathered here, and so it is. There is a universal spiritual law that you activate when you do regression work. And this law says, if you seek, you shall find. And you have activated that spiritual law by being here today in the genuine pursuit of awareness and understanding. And because this law is perfect, it means that if you seek, you shall find. There's something here for you today. And you can feel yourself moving deeper and closer to that truth with every breath that you take. And so imagine now this golden light that surrounds us also swirls and comes together into a beautiful golden orb above your head. Feel that light pouring down almost as if it is water over your head, down your neck and shoulders, over your chest and back. Moving down now over your torso and hips. Softening and releasing any tension that you might be holding in the lower back. In your pelvis and upper thighs. Moving down now over your thighs and calves and shins. Feeling the light softening and releasing any tension in your feet, in your ankles or toes. And feel yourself now shining from within and without this incredible golden light of relaxation and peace. Taking another deep inhale. And as you exhale now, release any extra tension that you are holding on to. Completely filled with this golden light. Imagine yourself now standing in a beautiful field of grass. Notice the way the grass feels. Notice whether it is long or short. And looking down now at your feet, notice whether you are barefoot or wearing shoes. And imagine looking up slowly now ahead of you. And off in the distance, you notice a door suspended in the air. 
This door can appear to you however you like. Just taking notice now of the color of the door, the shape of the door, any details that you notice. Behind this door is a truth and an experience that you are meant to see. And you have 10 steps until you reach this door. I will count down those steps for you from 10 until one. And as you move closer to the door, feel yourself getting closer to all that you are meant to experience today. 10. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. Three, two, and one, walking through the door and over the threshold, taking a few minutes to have the experience that is meant for you.
it's time to move back to the door that you came through earlier. Slowly feel yourself returning to this door, knowing with a full heart that the law you activated has been fulfilled and that you have received what you need to know at this time. Soon I will count from one to 10 and with each number, you will become more awake and alert. And with each number, you will integrate your body, mind, and spirit, bringing this experience into the physical. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Taking a deep breath in through the nose and exhaling through the mouth. As you come back into your body, just wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes. Taking your time to open your eyes and coming back. And I recommend that you spend some time now journaling, writing down what came up and through for you while it's all still fresh in your mind. Wow. I totally just went there. That was amazing. Mm. Um, it's so interesting because it ties in with a meditation I did recently where <clears throat> I was being guided like to visualize myself in a situation where I was, um, well, it was, a, it was just like a guided meditation that I was doing. And, and I was instantly taken to like this maze where I was caught in a maze and I was like in the corner of the maze and I was like, like crumbled over and I was like so lost and I was scared and I was crying and I was like, um, I don't know where to go. Like, I'm so confused and I don't know what to do. And so I was like, and then in that moment, like I remedied it by like getting my, you know, connecting to my high self and being like, um, hello, I'm, I'm right here. All you got to do is see your things from a different, a higher perspective, like quit, you know, like curling up in this ball, like let's get up and find our way out of here. And so I was like, okay, so that was cool because, you know, I've, I had felt like lost and confused in that moment. And I was just like, okay. And then I like felt better. And so just now when I opened the door, it was like, I was in this, um, I was like in the, uh, galaxy, like in, in another galaxy and I opened it up and there was like all of this like war going on. Mm. And I was like, crumbled, you know, when I opened the door, I saw me over there and I was like cowering, you know, like, like, I don't want to die. I don't want to get hit. Like, I don't want to be in this war, but it was like a big galactic, like battle war. And, mm -hmm. um, 
And then I like came out and it was like, like I came in again, like as this highest version of myself, like this warrior, badass woman. And it was like, girl, come on. <laughs> like, why, why are you laying there cowering down? Like, get up. <laughs> like, like, let's get up and let's get the hell out of here. And so I feel like something is brewing within me, like, because those are two very distinct images of me, like, like cowering down, you know, and like being balled up and scared and not knowing where to go and what to do with myself. So I feel like there's something brewing, you know, that I know that will reveal a bigger piece of the puzzle, but those are two pieces that have been, you know, like in the maze. And now it, you know, seeing that it feels like it probably, it was like in, in, a you know, like in another planet, you know, and I know that I am a, a star seed. I know that I am from another galaxy and planet. And, you know, so I feel like there's something tying into that, like with where I have experienced, you know, trauma on some level where I, I was clearly scared. And I don't know if I was left all alone or I don't know, but I know these pieces of the puzzle are starting to come together for something, you know, or maybe it's just for me to connect to that highest version of myself that, that is me now that is like a badass that is being like, girl, come on, let's go. We know what to do. Let's go. You know, I kind of feel like it's probably that like connecting me more and more to this version of myself that is like, we've learned so much. We don't have to be scared anymore. Like we get to go. Okay. Actually, that is very much what that is all about. That's exactly what that's about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As we're talking, I'm like, okay, <laughs> puzzle complete. <laughs> but I love that. Like you went to almost like another planet or another time because I think some of the things that we are meant, th this is a very special time to be alive, in my opinion. And I think a lot of us are breaking things that not only have been in our family and generational history, but also in our souls from a very long time. There's something from a lifetime you had on another planet, however many millions and trillions of billions of years ago, that is now you are finally ready to heal that. And I think part of you is like, let's fucking do it. Like yeah. it's time, you know? Yeah. That's so awesome. It's so cool. It's so cool. It's so cool. Thank you, Dana. Thank yeah. you so much. I am so grateful. Like I feel just so much gratitude right now in my, just for that number one, for being able to connect to once again, that me, you know, that is like, come on, like that makes me feel like you're doing it, Vaughn, like you're already fucking doing it because I think, you know, we get so caught up in the loop of like the healing game of like, I've got, but there's more to do. I always got more to do. And yes, there is always more to do, but it is the time to embody all the work that we have already done. Like we have been working really hard because like you said, like we are in a very, very potent time of transformation and change. And like, we are becoming more and more multidimensional than we have ever been, which means we are playing on multi-dimensions, like not just this 3d world anymore. Like we are expanding, we are evolving and we have to be open and willing to explore the magic and everything that comes with playing on these multi-dimensions and, and becoming a multi-dimensional person. 
Like we have to be willing to shed so that we can evolve and expand into those higher realms of consciousness. Yes. Yes. That's, you're so exactly right. I love the way you said all of that. Um, And I also want to mention before we wrap up too, that if you just listened to that and quote unquote, nothing came through, I want you to know that it was not nothing that there's never nothing that happens. Even if you did not have an experience like Fawn did, or even if you didn't have an experience like any of the ones that I've shared from my past, um, your subconscious was working just now. There were shifts, there were changes, there were subtle things that happened. You opened a portal. Maybe you'll have an awareness later today or tomorrow or in three weeks, but you opened that portal to that part of your brain and you asked and you were present and you were willing and you said, yeah, I'm ready. And so even if quote unquote, nothing came through today, it will be patient, give it time, know that you open it up, subtle changes happened, subtle healing just happened. And so please do not minimize what you just did. Yes. Thank you for acknowledging that. Like something has shifted because always there are layers, always layers. Um, and, and, you know, I encourage you to number one, come back and listen to like fast forward to this part (laughs) of the podcast, like do it, do it as many times as you feel called to do it until you, you like create that new neuro pathway of like, okay, I know the sound of her voice. I know that now I can sink a little bit deeper. I know that now it's going to be, I get to have, however, how long were we in silence there for a little bit? Uh, the full thing was about 10 minutes. I okay. Can't... Wow. It felt like, it felt like a long time, you know, so at least <laughs> yeah, <laughs> time has <laughs> knows no bounds. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, you, you know, as you're a little more prepared, then you can come back, listen, and just surrender into it even more. And you have an amazing, incredible opportunity, which is monthly. You can join for every month, you can just do it month by month when you feel called to join, but it's a like $25 a month. I think you said where you're, you work with a card, one of the cards from your deck, you do tapping EFT, like emotional freedom technique, working through whatever the energy of that card is. And then you do a regression yes. for the group. And it is longer and more in depth than what you experienced. I cut my script short today just for the sake of the podcast, but yeah, it's longer. It's more in depth. Um, the full experience is an hour and a half long, and I'm also sending you Holy Fire Reiki that's infused throughout the whole thing. So it's literally um, synergizing like my deck, all of my experience, everything I do into one little offering that you can kind of try out. It's almost like a little sampler pack. And if you really are interested in going a little deeper in regression, it's a great low cost way to do it. And you can come back every month if you want, or you can come one time, like Vaughn said, there's no commitment to it. I just offer it once a month for 25 bucks. Yeah. That's so awesome. And so you'll make sure you have your information in the show notes. And will you also make sure that we have the, um, the book, the journey of the souls. Yes. I can link, link in to that there. To Amazon, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, oh, oh, oh gosh. Conversations like this just light me up and fire me up. This was exactly what my soul craved this week and needed. And so thank you. Thank you so much to you, Dana. And thank you to everyone for listening. And please, please, please share your experience with us. Like we really like 
jam out on these conversations after the podcast. So please go over to the Facebook group, you know, put your experience in or send us a note or whatever, but we, we would love to hear from you. So thank you, Dana. I love you. And thank you to everyone else for listening. Bye. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram. So come find me at Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.